I might just go giant and get me a cake tonight. Amen. Hold that thought. Darian's a foodie. Any other praises? Any other praises? Yes, sir. Amen, 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 amen. Anybody else have a praise? Praise the Lord, we finished up our exams with our, with our, with our homiletics class, getting ready to start homiletics. In, uh, did you have your hand up, Jane? Uh, uh, homiletics class for next semester. I, I, I told him, I said, if you want me to teach, it's got to be Monday night. You mess me up on Thursday night, I can't go to the auction and do stuff I want to do. And so, uh, um, and since I've been around independent for a while, they gave me that slot. But um, man, we had we had twelve guys, including brother brother uh, Walter, in the class, and they just grew in their preaching. Um, we don't we don't have Bible preaching uh, much anymore in different places. We have entertainment. We have people that. Tickle the ears, but we don't have fellows to preach, and and we're we're look we're, we're looking to see young men come out of the college, and uh, praise the Lord for them, young and seasoned. Amen. Great, and so uh, so praise the Lord for that. Amen. Praise the Lord for the Sunday school teachers. Thank them for being faithful, and uh, teaching. Amen. Um, and so. Any more praises? Well, amen. Ma'am, would you introduce yourself? You're visiting for the first time with us? Okay. Birmingham, Alabama. Now, you're, are you from here? Okay. You got some grandkids? Not yet. We we grandkids are cool. I mean, it's just now they are they they cost money, but they're cool. And and they and they call mama. They call they call grandma. They call Mimi. They say, I answer the phone. Can I talk to Mimi? Well, why don't you want to talk to me? Well, I need to talk to Mimi. And then she, then they tell her what they need. But good to have you, and uh, and thank you for visiting tonight, and. Um, um, uh, make yourself at home. Well, I want to look at. I want look tonight. I want to look at Ephesians chapter two, Ephesians chapter two, and I, I want to. I, I I find myself in the world as a Christian, often often finding myself discombobulated at what people are doing. And, and what's happening? I mean, the news does not ever give us positive stories. They always talk about the murder. They talk about the kidnapping. They talk about the, the conspiracies. They talk about the scandals and all that. And, uh, and, 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 and 
I have to remind myself that that's what people that don't know the Lord do. It's, it's, it's worse when people that supposedly know the Lord do it. And so tonight, I want to I I give you a rundown. I want to give you a rap sheet on, on the natural man. Amen. I want us to think about it because, because the natural man is not the enemy. They're the people we want to talk, tell about Jesus. They're the people we want to live the testimony before them that's real. We want to be a biblical Christian before their eyes so they can, they can see Christ in us. And so I want us to look at uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 2 and look at verse 1, and we'll read down through verse 12. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Who's that talking about? talking about devil, Satan. Now, in verse 3, it says this, among whom also we all had our conversation. That means the way we lived in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And I like this verse. This is one of my favorite verses, and the way it starts, but God. You remember that day? God, you met the Lord? (laughs) But God, who is rich in his mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together, or made alive us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh. Now, what's he talking about? He's talking about lost. We are still Gentiles, we're just saved. But that's, the, that's a figure of speech. Who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. That at the, that time ye were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise having no hope and without God in the world. Now, I want us to see tonight, I want us to see a picture, a picture, and, and if you have a pen, you might get a pen out and a, and a piece of paper. I'm going to give you a lot of scripture to write down. I'm going to, I'm going to read, them, read them, but we're going to look at a lot of scripture tonight because I want you to have an accurate deci- uh, uh, a description of the natural man, of the person that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior. We work with them every day. We live near them. They live around us. We meet many pe- people that are not saved. They don't know Christ. And, and we need to understand what the Bible says about them. We need to understand it because we'll be able to understand them more. And it will help us to witness to them much easier. It'll be a much easier witness. Now, number one, the natural man is dead in transgressions and sins. Look at verse one. And you ha- hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Now, what's that talking about? Turn with me back to Genesis chapter 3. 
By the way, I'm not going to hurry tonight. Amen. I'm not going to hurry with this because I want us to get a comprehensive. So if we have to, if we have to finish this on Wednesday night, we will. But notice, notice what it says in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. All right? Darian, how about reading that for us? Yes. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, known good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Now, what happened here? What happened in this what happened in this in, in this chapter? God created man and woman in his image. He put them in the garden, he gave them instructions. Uh, now Satan came into the serpent, and the serpent talked to, to the woman, and she she listened to him. She was confused because the Bible says that they were to dress every, everything in the garden, but they were not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So she misspoke. And then she saw that the tree, and we looked at this the other day, she saw that the tree was what? Good for food. It was pleasant to the eyes, verse 6. And the tree desired to make one wise, and she took of the fruit thereof. And her eyes were open. And Adam took of the fruit. What happened? They sinned. They sinned. They became sinners. Now, Romans 5.12. Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that, what? All have sinned. That means, uh, that means when Adam and Eve had a child, they were a sinner. And when they had children, they were a sinner. And when they were had, ch had children, they were sinners. All the way to you and I. When we're born into this world, we're born sinners. We have the sin nature. And that's, that's what the Bible teaches us. I, I've oft, often said to people, it would be nice to have a DNA of Adam to trace back to him to see. I think we all have that in us, right? And so uh, we don't have to teach young people to do right, wrong. We have to teach them to do right because they... They're sinners like us. 
And so, so, so they're, they, they're, the, the natural man is dead in trespasses and sin. Look at John chapter 5 and verse 24 with me. John chapter 5 and verse 24. I could read these, but I want, to, I want to turn there. And this is very, very, very familiar. John chapter 5 and verse 24. What does it say? Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath what? Everlasting life. Uh, and, 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 um, and it says, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Now look at verse 40. And he will not come unto me, and ye will not come to me, that ye might have life. Now that's the simplicity of salvation. The Bible says, him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Jesus wants, is, it's a whosoever salvation. It's not, it's not just a, a certain few. God does not pick and choose. It's for whosoever. If, if it's not whosoever, you need to cut that out of the scripture. Right. You need, if it's not all, you have to cut that out. I mean, half the New Testament would be cut out because it's centered around salvation Amen. of the believer. Right. And so, so the natural man, the natural man is lost is lost. Look at look at First John with me. First John. Now, I've got a lot of scripture in here because I want us to be well equipped to understand who we're dealing with. First John and chapter three. Are you there? Say Amen. First John three. Look at verse fourteen. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Now look at verse. Uh, uh, look at chapter five and verse eleven, uh, eleven and twelve. Chapter five and verse eleven and twelve. And this is the record that God hath given unto us eternal life, and this life is what? He that hath the He that hath the Son hath what? And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. That's important. That's important. Uh, the, 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 the natural man does not know and cannot know that they have eternal life. Physical separation from the body is spiritual death. And so the natural man, the natural man is dead now in his trespasses and sin. Number one. Number two, let's notice this. The natural man, look at verse 2, the natural man walks according to the ways of this world. Look at, look at our text in verse 2. What does verse 2 say? You walked according to the what? The course of this world. You walked according to the course of this world. Now, uh, notice, notice what, what, what it says there. In time past, he walked according. Every day, they're walking according to the course of this world. Now, that's, that's those who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me ask you something. Where would you be today? Where would you be today if you did not know Jesus as your personal Savior? You ever think about that? You ever think about that? I thank God I grew up in a Christian home, but that didn't make me a Christian. It wasn't until I was, I, was, I, was, I was 16 that I trusted Christ. 
And so, so it's important that I realize and remember that, 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 that the, the way that I was walking, even in a Christian home, was according to this world. That's, that's hard to grasp for some people, but it's the truth. Now, you, a lot of people out there act religious, doesn't make you saved. Okay? Turn over a leaf, doesn't make you saved. The 12 steps doesn't make you saved. Now, look at Matthew chapter 7 with me. Matthew chapter 7. Look at verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate, at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, he which, lead, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come unto uh, to you in, in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. It's important that we understand that, that, that it's a narrow way. It's, it's, it's a narrow way, but it's a simple way. Right? I love, I love when little, little young, young people come and they accept Christ as their personal Savior. I, I like it. I, I remember Spurgeon. Spurgeon came home on Sunday night, and, 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 and uh, he said, his wife was under the weather and sick, and so she, she said, how did it go, Charles? She said, well, we had two and a half saved. So you had, so she said, so you had two adults and a little one saved. She said, no, we had one adult that has half, less than half of their life left to live for God, and we had two children saved that have their whole lives. They have their whole lives that they live for Christ. What a joy to see young people come to Christ. I'm so glad my kids came to Christ at an early age. Amen? I'm glad to see uh, the young people uh, trust Christ as Savior in Sunday school, and the young people have trusted Christ in this church for for years. Turn with me to Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man, happy is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of the water, that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf also, not, also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. That's, that's, what we're taught. that's the natural man. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the, in the congregation of righteousness. Now what's the saying there? They're not going to be judged? No, they're going to be judged. But they're not going to have anything to stand on. There, uh, notice verse 4, or verse 6. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The ungodly, the, 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 the natural man, the natural man, their conduct is according to the world. They follow the world they follow the world. So they're dead in, tr in their transgressions. Number two, they follow the ways of the world. Number three, notice this with me. In verse two also, 
The natural man follows the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit that now worketh in those who are disobedient. Look at verse, look at verse 2. What, what's it talk about? It talks about Satan. Wherein in time past you walked according to the courses, according to the prince of the power of the air. Now, no, no wonder things are going the way they do because he's the prince of the power of the air. And he doesn't take a vacation. Right. He doesn't. He, he, he's, he's, he, he's the enemy. Let, let, let me, John 8, 44. John 8, 44. What does it say? Ye of the, are of the father, you, ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. See, folks, the, the, the natural man, they, 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 they are, they are all under the rule of the prince of the power of the air. In, in other words, they're controlled by Satan. Now, I want you to think about that. Right? I want you to think about that. We have people that are controlled by Satan, so... The sky's the limit as to what they will do in life. Thank God we don't have more mass shootings and murders and, and, and things. But thank God we don't have it going on all the time. Thank God it's an exception. It's tragic when it happens. But you just think, what, what happened to this person? Well, Satan happened to him. Mm-hmm. Satan happened to him. Uh, uh, so, so, so the natural man... He, 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 he listened to, listens to the lie of Satan as we read in, in, in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1, and, and he's under the control of Satan. Under the control of Satan. Now, I've talked to a lot of people about their soul. I've talked to people personally about, I've asked them the question, if you die today, do you know for sure you have a place in heaven? I stop asking people if they know the Lord because everybody knows the Lord. I stopped asking people certain questions. And I said, if, if you stand before Jesus at the gate and he says, why should I let you in my heaven, what would you say? Well, I'm talking to lost people. They don't know what to say. Right? They don't know what to say. And, and, and I've talked to people and I've showed them in the scripture that they're sinners. I've showed them in the scripture that, 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 that they are condemned without Christ. I showed them in the scripture that Christ died for them on the cross and it's the free gift. And I, and I showed them in the scripture if they believe they can call. And they refuse. They refuse. They refuse. And so, so they are controlled by Satan. They are controlled by Satan. And thank God for the Christians in this world, and thank God for, for his hand on, 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 on the United States and places where things are not going haywire. But there are, there are, there are, there are satanic things happening behind the scenes. You, 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 can, you can bank on that. Number four, notice verse two again. The natural man is a child of disobedience. Disobedience. There's, there, there's, look at look at Psalm 51 with me. Psalm 51. Psalm 51. 
Look at verse 5. Psalm 51 and verse 5. That little baby smells all soft and good. They got all kinds of lotion on that baby, and it's sitting there gooing and everything. It says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Whoa. Huh? Right? They're, they're babies, and before you know it, they hit the terrible twos. Isn't that, isn't that what you call it? The people call it that? I think my kids had terrible two, threes, and fours, but um, that's because they were like me. Is that true? Truer words were never spoken? Yeah, I know. We, we, disobedience. Let me ask you something. What is, what, is the, what is the main action of success in the life of a Christian? Simple obedience. Simple obedience. What is, what is the thing that moms and dads desire of their children when they're young? Just obey. If you would just obey. But we can't. I mean, we just, we get, kids, it's because the natural man doesn't care. That's all they do, is disobey. Now, notice again, the natural man, look at verse 3. The natural man wants to gratify the cravings of his sinful nature and follows the desires of his thoughts. Notice this. Notice notice verse 3. Among whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lusts of lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Now, what's it saying there? It's it's telling us we followed the cravings of our flesh. God created us. Turn with me to Romans chapter seven while I'm talking. Uh, uh, God created us with certain desires. Okay? God created men with a desire for women. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen Elijah? <laughs> he's looking, he's looking. And, uh, 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 and women, a desire for men. He didn't create in women a desire for women and a men a desire for men. Amen. He created in us hunger. He created us he created in us thirst. Okay? And 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 a person that does not know Jesus Christ as personal savior cannot control those. Those are out out of control. Now notice notice what it says in verse uh, in chapter seven of Romans chapter seven and look at verse eighteen. For I know that is that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would I do not, but that which is evil I would not that I do. Now here's a saved man talking. This is Paul talking. What's he, what's he sharing with them? He's sharing with them, that's the flesh left alone. 
That's the flesh outside of, of, of the family of God. Understand? I, 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 I see people all the time and, and hear people and we pray for people all the time uh, that, that, are, that, that abuse drugs. Right? And and I I got to tell you something I I don't you know I've reached that age I've got OLD I got OLD we Miss Creed we're 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 up over twenty one and uh, twice three times three times uh, no I'm talking about me not you I don't know how old she is but uh, but uh, but but the doctors you go to the back doctor. And they said, we want to recommend a pain uh, management group. Well, what do they have? Narcotics. I mean, the stuff that makes you dream in technicolor and surround sound and, and the, the stuff that, the stuff that uh, you know, you, know you, you feel no pain till it wears off. You all know what I'm talking about? And, I, you know, we've, I've got the stuff before. And we don't take it a lot. We don't. It just, but to, to abuse it, to take a bunch of those pills and mix them. I hear all the time uh, about fentanyl. Is it fentanyl? Fentanyl. fentanyl. And I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, why would somebody take that into their body? I mean... I mean, it's, 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 and, 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 and just out of control. That's the flesh. I mean, you, you hear about these, these parties people have, and they, they have drugs and alcohol, and, and somebody's going to die. Right. Somebody's going to run off the road and possibly kill somebody that's innocent. Not, not even, and it's just, it's, it's, un, un, and then you have people that, 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 that are out there committing crime and, and they're out of control. They want stuff. They want stuff. And so, so, so here, here, here we see in the Bible that the natural man, the natural man, is out of control of his, of his, of his, of his, of his flesh. Out of control of his flesh. I hear about murders. I hear about murders all the time. And then you hear about why. And somebody will say, well, they disrespected me. Well, I'm, I've been disrespected all my life. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm going to kill somebody. But somebody that's not in control, in, in the control of God, God knows what they'll do. God knows what they'll do. Now, notice, notice again, notice verse 3 again. We just read this. The natural man, the natural man is, is, the, is, 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 the, is a child of wrath. Look at verse 3. Verse 3 says, said, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. What's it talking about here? The, they, 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 they are under the sentence of death. And, and they have no way out. They're the children of wrath, and the wrath of God is, is going to be on them. The wrath of God is going to be on them. They have no, they have no 
alternative. Look at, look at, uh, listen to John 3.18 says this. John 3.18. I just had it and I lost it. Somebody read John. Okay. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth is, is, uh, is, 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 is not, con- is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten son of, Ra- of God. And this is the condemnation that, that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. That's, that's, that's a natural person. They're under the wrath of God. Notice Romans chapter 1 and verse 18 and following. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. And hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it unto them. For the visible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things which are made even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are what? Without excuse. Now, look, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I'm glad I'm able to call him Heavenly Father. Amen. But as a, as a lost person, the people, the people out there are under the wrath of God. That's the natural man. That's the person that does not know Christ. That's your, that's, that's your family members that do not know Christ. That's your co-workers that do not know Christ. Now, so, so, so they, 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 they are, they, the, the wrath of God is on them. Uh, notice again, look at verse 12. The natural man is separate, separate from Christ. There's a separation. Look at verse 12. What does it say? That at the time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Now, he's not saying that we become Jews when we get saved. He's talking spiritually. Okay, he's talking spiritually. He's talking to the Jews at Rome. So, so what he's saying, he's talking, giving a figure of speech, see? And he's talking about being part of the family of God. Now, uh, the, uh, notice, notice Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. It says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Right. How do you close that separation between you and God, you receive him as personal Savior. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only way of salvation. The death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the only, that's how he, he died, he was buried, he rose again, he provided salvation for us. You believe the gospel and you call on Jesus. That's as, that's as deep as it gets. Amen. You don't have to take any classes. It's not works. I hear people all the time, I've heard people all the time, and I, I, I'm going to say this again. People say, well, you know, I turned from my sin and, and trusted Christ. No, you didn't turn from your sin. You can't turn from your sin without Christ. You do not have the ability. I do not have the ability to deal with sin in the biblical way until I know the Savior. You say, I'm sorry for your sins. I'm, I'm sorry for my sins, too, because you know why? They're going to send me to hell. People say, why'd you get saved, Pat? I did not want to go to hell. Amen. Was that it? Yep. That's as deep as it gets with me. Because I wanted to go to heaven. That's it. 
and 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 and, and you can twist it theologically, and you can say, you say, well, you know, you need to be saved, but you need to be baptized. That doesn't, that's not what the book says. Baptism is a work. It's a first step of obedience. Uh, the, the, I, you need to do this. Bible's simple. Amen? And thank God for that, because we're simple people. And so, so notice, notice they, they are separate from Christ. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5. Listen to this. I love this. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Amen? Amen? Jesus Christ brought us to him. I love in John chapter 15 where he he says, I call you my friends. I like that. Jesus Christ, the eternal son of God, calls me his friend. That's incredible. Look at verse 12 again. As you turn to John chapter 14, John chapter 14. And the natural man is excluded from citizenship in heaven. We don't have the citizenship. John chapter 14, and verse 12 mentions that. He says, uh, you're aliens from the, uh, uh, the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise and having no hope without God in the world. Now look at John chapter 14 with me. Are you there? Me either. John chapter 14. I'm giving you the scripture so you understand. John chapter 14. I, let me say this before I read. We get disappointed when we talk to somebody about the Lord and they don't trust Christ. Right, yeah. I, I get disappointed. I, I, you know, I want to see people saved. I, I, it, it, it is more fun. It, 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 the most fun I have in life is, is when a person bows their heads and trusts Christ. You know, when, when James and his girlfriend got saved in the hospital, and we married him the same way, same day, in the hospital they had the marriage license, they weren't married, so they got married in the hospital before he went in for heart surgery. And uh, it's changed our relationship. But, you know, before Christmas he wants us to come over and talk to his daughters about the Lord. Amen. And he's got some young daughters that need the Lord. And, and uh, you know, when, when a, pers- tr- a person trusts, cr- trusts Christ, I get excited. Okay, I don't do it in the house. But when I get out of the way, I, I like to pull over, you know. You know, let's celebrate and go get a Slurpee and let's put every flavor in it, you know. Let's get a large or do something. Let's celebrate. celebrate. And the Bible says they strike up the music in heaven. They celebrate when somebody gets saved. Amen? And we ought to celebrate here. It's exciting. But let me just say something, folks. When, you're dis- when somebody does not get saved, you've got to understand they're the natural. They're, 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 and and they, they're, they're not citizenship. Their citizenship is not in heaven. Now, look at, look at John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my fa- Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Uh, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. What's he saying? 
He's saying, I'm, I'm, my, I, my father, are one. See, he says, he says, he says, uh, he, from, uh, from uh, hence and from henceforth, uh, ye know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet, uh, uh, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. Do, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very word's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, uh, uh, he shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, let me just say something, folks. That's exciting in, in the fact that, that he, he is. The, there's, God is three, part, three, three personalities, one God. Do we understand it? Do we comprehend it? That's a big fat no. Do we believe it? Yes. One day we will understand. One day we will understand. But we accept it. Here's some disciples that walked with Jesus, saw him perform the miracles, saw him pray in the garden, saw all these things, and they, they didn't believe it. They didn't understand it. So for, to comprehend it with the finite mind is difficult, but faith, through faith we understand, the Bible says in Hebrews. Through faith. And so, so it's important that we understand <clears throat> that, 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 that the natural man, the natural man, is is excluded from citizenship. He's not going. He's talking to Christians here. He's not talking to the natural man. He's preparing a place for Christians. Okay, and that, now now notice again, uh, again verse twelve. Verse twelve. Look, it, it says you're aliens. It, it, it's uh, from the common worth of wealth of Israel. What is he saying there? What is he saying in 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 this? In this portion of scripture, well, he's 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 saying that 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 the a foreigner has no claim on whatsoever, whatsoever on God. Only those who related to Jesus Christ, to him through Jesus Christ. We have no claim. We have no claim. I tell you, a lot of times, one of the biggest lies in America is what we print on our money. In God, we trust. That's a lie. We don't trust in God as a as a nation anymore. No, no. Notice, notice Matthew. Uh, notice, notice Matthew. Uh, I lost my place again. Hang on, Matthew chapter twenty-two, and verse eleven. Matthew twenty-two and verse eleven. Notice what it says. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man, which had not a wedding garment. And he saith unto him, Friend, how camest thou thither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king's servants, Bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now he's given a parable and he's talking about folks that are not washed in the blood. 
He's talking about folks that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior. Look, Luke chapter 13 and verse 25, listen to this verse. When once the master of the house has risen up and has shut the door, and ye begin to stand without and knock on the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, and he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. Then shall ye begin to say, We have eaten and drank in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. That's a sad commentary, isn't it? I don't know you. I don't know you. What's it say in Revelation? Depart from me. I never knew you. And so, 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 so we see that the natural man is a foreigner. Uh, number, number, uh, number 10. I've got a lot of points this, tonight. Now, verse 12. Notice verse 12 again. The natural man is without hope. Now, there's a song, song I, I've been listening to. Uh, uh, it's called We Grieve But Not Like Others. And it says, we grieve, but not like no others who have no hope. It's talking about folks when they pass away. How many of you have, how many of you have, have loved ones that are going on before they're in heaven? That's going to be a great reunion, isn't it? But we grieve. I, they're fine. They're in heaven. But when we miss them, it's, it's hard. There's a hole in our heart. You know, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Uh, see you later, and they're not there anymore. But 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 you imagine, and I've done this before. It's very difficult when the funeral home calls me and says we have a family that has no pastor, and I don't know them. I don't know the person that passed away, and when I meet them, there's no there is no indication that they know Christ. Now I witness to them. But that's a difficult thing to do. That's a difficult task. And God gives us mercy and grace as pastors to handle those things. But they have no hope. They have no hope. Uh, uh, the, no, notice as we, as we think about this, John chapter 8. John chapter 8 and verse 21 and 24. Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way and ye, and ye shall seek me and shall die in your sins. Whither I go ye cannot come. Verse 24 says, I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins, for if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. He, 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 he's telling us, he's telling us, folks, that, 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 that we need to know him as personal Savior. The natural man does not. They are without hope. Now, again, verse 12 also tells us that they were, are without God. You see that last phrase? No hope and without God. Turn, me, turn with me to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Now, we're going to face the natural man tomorrow at work. We're going to face him in the supermarket. We're going to face him wherever we are. We need to know him. We need to understand him. Luke chapter 12. Look at verse 16. So he spake a parable unto him, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plenty, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do, I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits. And I will say unto my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods to laid up, laid up 
for many years, take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool. Thou fool. Tonight, or this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which hast tr- thou, thou hast provided? Can't take them with you. Huh? You're not going to be able to talk, take, take them with you. He's without God. In verses 15 and 16 of the chapter of our text, let me read those for you. It says, Having abolished the flesh and enmity, even the law of the commandments contained in the ordinance to make himself of twain one new man, making, making, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both under, uh, he, he, that he might reconcile both unto God in one body and by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Now, what's that talking about? <clears throat> the natural man is enemy of God. They're enemies of God. I've heard. I've heard a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people that I know that do not know Christ the Savior talk a lot about God. I've heard people even talk about the Bible. I've heard people that even have a knowledge of the Bible, but they don't know the God of the Bible. Listen, Psalm uh, Psalm fourteen says this: The fool has said in his heart, "There is no God." They are corrupt, they have done abominable works, there is none that doeth good. Enemies. Notice Ephesians chapter 2. Again, look at verse, look at verse 4 through 7. But God in his mercy, who is rich in his mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Now, all these, this description of the natural man I want you to take these. I want you to absorb these because, because I don't want you to look at the person that does not know Christ and be surprised when they do anything or say anything. Well, thank God we're not there. But the natural man, the one thing that the natural man and the, and the saved person have in common, you know what that is? God loves us. God loves us. You know, some people make it difficult to like, much less love. Have you ever met somebody like that? I mean, they, they, they want you to know they don't like you, they don't like anybody, and this is my, this is my, t- this is my boundaries, and don't mess with me, and, and you, you know, I mean, and, and, and you know, if you're, if you're a Christian with a sense of humor, and a heart, you automatically say, God, me and you got a challenge. We're going to start this thing. And we start by praying for them. Amen. Praying for them. And we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray over, over every gospel track we pass out. Those Christmas tracks are out. You need to pass those out. We need to pray over the lost people that we know. We need to pray over ourselves that we set the example. You know, the greatest, the great, one of the greatest witnesses, you know, you can talk to people. But a life that represents Jesus Christ is powerful. I'm not talking about everybody that knows the phrases and has all this, you know, they talk a good game. And the, the, the person that lives a consistent Christian life. You know, being a Christian is not being crazy. Right. 
Being a Christian is just being real right. and living in this world. You know, when, 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 when things happen to our nation and our nation, we hurt. We should hurt. When people die, we should hurt with other people. We're, we, we're not detached. We're not so heavenly minded, we're no earthly good. So I want to challenge you. Right now, I want you to think of those people. I want you to think of those people that you know that are the natural man and without Christ. And I want you to ask God to put them on your heart heavy. I want you to spend some time praying for them. And I want you to go back to that, that, that verse, verse 4 of chapter 2 of Ephesians. And I want you to get those first two words, but God. Use that as a motto this week, but God. Memorize that verse. What did he do? He changed everything. Remember that day you had a head-on collision with God, amen? And he changed your life. He changed your life. And he changed the way. Listen, listen. I was teasing with Elijah about you looking. Oh, Elijah's, Elijah's single. We need to pray. He finds a single, a single girl that's saved, amen? amen. A born-again believer. Same with you, James. Don't hide. Amen? Need to find Christian ladies. Darkness doesn't have fellowship with light. Amen. Don't be unequally yoked together. Amen. But the natural man, the natural man. Let's, 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 be, let's be aware of our surroundings spiritually. Amen? Amen? And that'll help us to love those people. That'll help us to be concerned for those people. That'll help us to witness to them. Let's bow our heads. Father, thank you for teaching us tonight. We thank you for for your word. We thank you for challenging our hearts. Now bless the invitation as we do business with you in Jesus' name. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. If God spoke to your heart tonight, you'd like to get alone with him, you come, pray at the altar as a piano plays. Ask God to give you the, the, the opportunity to witness, share with others.
Amen. You may be seated. Let's uh, let's have a couple ushers come. We're going to receive the offering real quick for the evening. And you give it to the Lord Rex. Let's pray. Father, bless the gift and the giver in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Don't forget to pray for the prasads this week, the funeral on Wednesday. And uh, a lot of folks hurting. And um, past three years to see father and the two sons pass away, it's just been tough on the family. I pray as we preach the funeral on, uh, on Wednesday. If you could help usher, let me know because we need ushers. We have one committed, but we need more. And so, so if you can break loose to be there, we'd appreciate it. Let's stand to be dismissed in prayer. Thank you for visiting with us. Welcome back to Bowie. Amen. Amen. Let's cl- close in prayer. Brother Walter, close for us.